Welcome back to Concerning Habits. Ooh, it is recording, isn't it? <laughs> it is recording. Double check that. that one episode? Was that last week? No, that was like two weeks ago. No, we're getting into book. Well, okay. I always say book four, but it's the second half of the Two Towers. Yeah. But it's chapter two, and it's episode thirty-four, and it's called "The Passage of the Marshes." <laughs> I just for a second I was like, "Wait, it's not passages, right? It's passage." No, passage. Passage of the Marsh. Yeah. I'm your uh, ho, your ho ho, your host. <laughs> Uh, Neo. I'm your oh boy, Christina. I'm all like late night radio or something. <laughs> so you're talking Tonight on uh, smooth jazz. The lady I used to work with at Hallmark, and she was like seventy, and she smoked three packs a day. That's what you sound like. You mm-hmm. like the lady at work who like takes a break like every like hour to take a smoke. Sure. Ugh. I don't know. Actually, yeah, she does have a smoker voice, but yeah. Smoker voices are interesting. Sometimes they sound cool, but yeah, it's not a good thing. <laughs> um, where to start with this one? Ow. I don't have. Uh, I like this chapter. Well, I like I like Gollum's conversations with himself. Oh. I just love all that dialogue. Mm. I don't it's know funny. how I feel about Gollum. <laughs> You've always been iffy about Gollum. I don't like him in the movies. I I, he's better in the books. He's... He's... But in the movies, he's annoying. <laughs> Maybe because he's too... Yeah. Animated. He's too... They make... They try to like make him a little more likable in the movie I think mm-hmm. where in the books he's obviously more villainous I think or maybe it's just because he's played by Andy Serkis who's a very likable person no I think oh that's kind of a joke I think he gets too childish mm-hmm. in the movie anyways this is about the journey through the marshes the secret passage through the marshes <laughs> yes <laughs> like the title says Pretty much every title is a summary of what the chapter is about. I don't know how I feel about that, though. Like, I like books that... But, sometimes I like books that are just, like, chapter four. Or something very... That doesn't give it away at all. Oh, I was going to say, if you haven't read it, you wouldn't really know what it's about. But I mean, they've been talking... You do it, and you don't. You don't know what all that entails. They've, yeah, but they've discussed the, mars, the marshes. Isn't there one that's like the world of Boromir or the something of Boromir when Boromir dies? Um, What's the title of that chapter? Probably Boromir's Departure. Yeah. <laughs> the Departure of Boromir. Obviously. But it could just mean that he left the company. You don't know. It sounds but more like he died. Yeah. Anyway. Chapters like three is company I, is is more um. Uh, what's the word? Ambiguous. Ambiguous. Mm-hmm. A little hard. It doesn't give anything away, mm-hmm. except that three people are going to be together. Mm-hmm. Most likely. I like all the conversations of going with himself, like when he's talking about eating the hobbits. Oh right, yeah. And Sam's laying there like, oh, I'm thinking about 
know, should I pretend to wake up? Should I let him know I'm awake? Should I talk to Frodo? I told him the situation was like, why the heck did Sam not say something to Frodo? No. Make That's more. What I was it's like you just heard him basically like planning murder. Yeah, and he's like, eh, I'll, you know, keep it to myself. Keep it to myself. Don't yeah. want to. Doesn't he say something about like he doesn't want to like, or not say that he thinks I don't know that he doesn't want to burden Frodo mm-hmm. with it or something. I can't remember yeah. now. That doesn't play so well for him later. I feel like this happens again maybe in the next chapter. Because I feel like it. I remember happening like a bunch of times and it's like, oh my goodness, this happens too much. <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe it was my imagination. I guess we'll see. Okay, well, my uh, my first note's just about... Um, oh, right. Because right at the beginning, Gollum, like, he sings a song about fish. <laughs> which yeah. was actually, which was part of the riddle from... Um, Mm-hmm. The, back in the that. Hobbit, mm-hmm. but it's like ex- he Tolkien expanded on it. Yeah, I noticed that because I was like, "Wait, that sounds familiar," and then I realized it was from the Hobbit. Oh, oh, yawning. Um, what was it? There was one line I was going to use, like, it's stupid or something. It's just something about it. It's funny to me. Like, um, where's the book? Oh, I have it with me. Oh, no, I remember what it was. It was um. After I burp again. Yeah, it thinks uh, thinks the fountain's a puff of air or something like that. (laughs) It's it's such a. It's clever. It just uh, something about it seems funny. Sounds sounds funny. It's just it's kind of whimsical. (laughs) A fountain, oh a puff of air, to a fish. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be so weird to have gills. Because they're. It's like, have you ever watched The Abyss? I feel really dumb asking this question, but do they actually suck water in through their gills, or is it more like... The water goes in through, and it presses and takes oxygen out of the water or something, I think. I'm no professional. Does everything need oxygen? Everything needs oxygen. That's so weird. That, like, water creatures wouldn't live off of something other than oxygen. (gasps) We still need oxygen. Like, you know? Right. Like, why don't they live off of... The way oh. their bodies work, they they yeah. can't just live in the air. Everything cause... has to breathe. Even plants need oxygen. Yeah. Right. True. <laughs> or is that dumb? Plants make oxygen. I guess there's certain things that don't live on oxygen. Probably. What about way down in the very depths of the ocean? I'm sure they still. You don't get many fish down there. I would. I think, but. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's where the flatfish live. Boo. Weird Isn't stuff. Um, and fish that glow. Right. Man, I think I would. And then, great. Would you rather go into space or ocean? I think I'd want to go in the ocean because there are more things down there that just really fascinate me. Like, even though it's terrifying, but it just seems. If I could go down in a protected thing that I knew would not implode or you know crunch up, I know it could withstand the pressure. Would you rather? be crushed to death or blow up <laughs> i would rather blow up because i think that'd be a little more instantaneous in outer space yeah because yeah. it and well you're at the bottom of the ocean if and if for some reason your ship springs a leak you drown for 
it would be so fast and if it and if it happened to spring leak and it was shooting at you it would kill you it would be like a no, bullet But going into outer space, it just freezes to death. Well, you freeze, but you also just you blow up, you expand because your blood boils. Because you're out there in the the sun. I don't know. And you blow up all at once. It's science fiction. I'm telling you, we've never been to space. What are you basing this on? Just kidding. Um, what am I basing on? Well, I know they say your blood boils, but then they also say, but then but you also, you, it, but then you it, also freeze. Really, really cold. It can like, boil like, your like, blood. Um, like well, dry ice. Well, because you're also it's not actually boiling, but it does let off. Oh, I don't know. Steam. But you're also exposed to um, solar, pure solar rays or whatever, solar flares and stuff will destroy you. Um, but then you get, I don't even want to get down that road about, uh, theories and yeah. space, but, um, you, oh shoot, now I lost my train of thought, because your blood boils, um, solar flares, I don't remember, what does that have to do with the, the chapter, nothing. Um, I don't know. Sorry, I was looking at how you die in space. Fish. <laughs> Fish happens, and a lot of golems rhyming and talking. I think he's obsessed with fish. All, uh, yeah. He he's an obsessive creature. Out of all of the rhymes and poems that Tolkien wrote, I I like golems the best. I think they're the the most interesting and funny, and they're the most telling of his character. Well, they've. No, uh, my phone died. Oh, well, they've got. They're. they're Can't give you any tidbits about how you die in space. They're. But very hobbit like, but with like a darker twist. Because he was a hobbit. Did you know that? What? You don't decompose in space because there's no oxygen. Well, yeah. Unless you're in a, in a suit and then you would decompose. No. Unless, the, unless the suit. Did you say, well, yeah, just because. But if. No, because well, if the suit <laughs> lost all its. All its pressure, then yeah, you would, there was you a would be and... perf- perf- perfumed. You'd be preserved. preserved. Yeah, so, but there's a puncture in your suit. But like, if you're in a completely sealed suit, then you would decompose. But if you were just out in space, your body would not decompose. I feel like it would be a some like. Are there dead bodies floating around in space that haven't decomposed? Maybe I, I was gonna say I feel like that would be like something in Doctor Who. Like that's a they'd find an astronaut one. that's like perfectly preserved. <gasps> That'd be that's creepy. So, or you bring him into oh, oxygen and then he just completely dust. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Or it would just, just be some. In the movie, we dust. Just it would just be creepy, just in general yeah. for anything. Just find a spaceship that's completely full of perfectly preserved bodies. Oh, that'd be a great. And then you have to figure out what happened. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Uh, okay. Okay. Side, no. <laughs> so they they're talking and um they're eating some limbus bread. I think Gone maybe does not approve. Right. I think they've said it before, but because limbus bread means journey is journey? literally means journey bread. 
That's what Lembus means. I don't know if they said that before. I I just read that online when I was reading about Lembus, because I was curious about like if there had a deeper if that word meant something or if there was just any information about Lembus bread. Because there's recipes that people have made up that are supposed to be kind of like it. A lot of most but there is nothing like Lembus, and we have not created anything like it. Because you had the authentic Lembus. No, because we don't have anything that would keep you on your feet for days and days. At five hour energy. (laughs) (laughs) Days and days. (laughs) Not for hours and hours. So Sam is all about. He's checking. He's checking the limbus, 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 and trying to calculate like, oh, we have enough to for the journey, mm-hmm. and it turns out, sort of calculating that probably comes the realization that there's not going to be enough food to get them there mm-hmm. and back, yeah. and it sort of gets all depressing. Like, where uh, you know, if we can make it there, that's good enough. And we'll, you know, if we throw the ring in the fire, we'll probably die there on the mountain. That is so depressing. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. Just <laughs> it's interesting. I feel like he probably gets more depressing the further we go. It makes sense, though, because he's got the ring, and the ring is really yeah. negative effect. Yeah. But I guess, it, yeah, it's that the first time that realization that we may not actually come back from this. And yeah. I didn't think they were going to survive. When you read the book? Yeah. Because did. They, did, uh, they didn't have enough... They. Uh, they end up barely having enough food even just to get there and uh and the mountain blows <clears> up <throat> or you know the lava comes down and stuff and it's like oh my goodness they are gonna die anyways that's later on i guess i always assume that the healers are gonna live somehow i mean I'm an now i assume that but in something like this it's so epic i wouldn't be surprised if they had, did die no i don't Oh my gosh, my phone is so stupid. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I tried to call Ruth. Mm, I saw that. <gasps> he, I don't like iPhones because they. It always it always goes voice. on to voice command. I wonder if you could just cancel voice command in settings. Um, Probably. I've looked for it, but I, I it's been a while. I don't it bugged me, and it thinks you. It hears a noise and it goes, oh, you said that. That wasn't even audible. And then you turn it on on purpose and let a toddler talk to it. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. The Dead Marshes. Yeah. Are great. <laughs> um, they're... Why is your hat on backwards? I don't know. I, don't I thought it was forwards. Been. Did you really? Well, I was messing with it when I was watching TV. Um, so, 
Oh, oh. I think they take it a little further in the movie. Because mm-hmm. Frodo just, like, he doesn't actually fall in the water in the book. But I, it's all very mysterious. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really want to go there. It sounds gross. And the fact that, like, as far as I can tell, it looks like there's bodies. But it sounds like they aren't real because Gollum, it sounds like Gollum tried to get at the bodies for food, possibly. That was so gross. But I guess he did eat babies at one point. When you think about it, you're like, but those bodies are thousands of years old if they are real at all. Because they're from these battles, which was interesting how there was battles and and the marshes just slowly spread over the graves. And became this huge area, which um, reminds me of a podcast I just listened to this week, mm-hmm. um, Astonishing Legends, because the the episode they were talking about this small island I think in near New York, where they take all the unidentified bodies and bury them on this island, and there's like over a million graves, wow. and they dig these huge trenches, and they just they stack the coffin's like three deep and yeah. it sounds nuts anyway i wouldn't recommend that episode because it's it's uh mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. nice but the other episodes are really good yeah. but it reminded me of the dead marshes with all the bodies That's so weird so it takes them five days oh you're recording cross the marshes <laughs> yes I, I guess i never think about how long like i assume so it, like two days but yeah five days like and uh yeah actually i always think like it, i always feel like it takes longer well i know because it takes them a whole entire year to go to to go all the way to mordor and back but that is not portrayed in the movies at all in the movies you you would think oh, like, oh did it take them a, a month yeah a month <laughs> wow yeah you don't think about that uh-uh. I'm sure. Well, in the book, you do. It feels like a lot longer in the book. Well, you never know how long they spend in the elvish countries. Yeah. Because they lose track of time. Yeah. And they spend quite a while, I think. But other than that, I mean, you're talking about walking a couple hundred miles, I think. <laughs> and I would walk five thousand miles. Nope. No, five hundred miles. What's the? Uh, Oh, shoot. I can't think of the other one. Where he... I think he talks about walking 100 miles. Anyway, <clears throat> besides popular music. <clears throat> I just know that from Benny and June. All American Rejects? I don't know. Oh, okay. Never mind then. That song, uh, the song I was just singing? No, the other one I'm thinking of. Uh, I'll think. I'll find it later. Anyways. Uh, the uh, ring wraith does happen to fly over, and they have to hide, and... Gollum freaks out. I don't remember exactly. I mean, it's just it's just it's a fly, it flies over. It's nothing serious except yeah. that Gollum freaks out and Frodo can't handle it because he has that wound still. Yeah. So there, there's it's. I guess it's just sort of like a you're still not safe, kind of thing. Because I kind of wonder. It, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. 
so they they get out yeah they get out of the marshes and then they're sort of in a kind of a deadland i guess i don't know they're right there between the marshes and the mountains are looming in front of them the uh the mountains of mordor the yeah. sort of the fence i guess you would say sort of the long stretch of mountains that kind of close oh, mordor and yeah. so they're, yeah they're there and uh and they finally take rest I'll just, I'll just give you some <laughs> they, they finally take rest in sort of a pit where they all fall asleep and then Sam wakes up <laughs> and he hears Gollum talking yeah. and he decides to stay quiet and listen yeah. and Gollum's having a conversation with himself about whether or not to eat them right. or kill them yeah. and take the ring <sighs> that would be pretty intense the way that I'm listening to him. You wonder if he should yeah. wake up and say something or just not. Like later and just be like, oh my goodness, I'm getting, this is really good information. This is really condemning for him. Yeah. Or jump up and attack and then Frodo's going to wake up and go, what are you doing? Don't hurt him. And then your plans are ruined. And who's got Frodo gonna uh, believe? Because Frodo's starting slowly gets starts getting swayed towards Gollum's, starts trusting Gollum too much, I guess. Yeah. I Although I wonder why, why he would. Yeah, it has to be the ring because I don't understand why he would ever well, not ring, trust Sam. I'm sure the ring probably wants. Well, I don't know. Does the ring want Gollum to have it again? Probably not. He just go back mm. into the mountain. The ring wants to change hands if it it knows Frodo intends to destroy it. So changing hands is its best chance of getting away. Yeah. Anything that will take it away from him, even if yeah. it's Gollum, who will probably run in back into a deep pit. Yeah. Mountain cave. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, then... He 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 just listens and yeah. nothing happens. I mean, eventually he they it all resolves itself basically. So and then they they continue marching on and that's basically it because they're out of the marshes. Yeah, I I don't know. I just like all these conversations and not all <laughs> the thing I had to say. <laughs> I guess he would really have have to have I guess he uh, Tolkien must have really had a a very good idea of that character to write Uh that kind of to write that dialogue that you know the way Gollum talks to actually to write like that yeah I feel like it's a very specific character yeah it's interesting and but I mean, those are the kind of the best characters, the ones that are really unique, yeah. kind of out there, and unique. That's true. Anyways, that's that's it for this chapter. I feel like it was sh- very short. It was. Not a lot happened that you can really talk a lot Delvin about. Did. Well, that's the, the that's the problem. It's 
There's not a lot of dialogue. It's very linear. And not a lot happens. Yeah. Well. Uh, no, I think we better wrap this up. Yeah, before the baby wakes up again? <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll see what happens next week because we yeah. need to crunch a couple chapters together occasionally. Yeah. But we'll maybe next week or something and play some games. Yeah, that's true. So, do you want to plug anything quickly as possible? <laughs> you can find me uh, on my blog showing vintage fashion and books called The Air Effect, but it's like Jane Eyre, so it's E-Y-R-E. Um, you can also find me on Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as The Air Effect or Just Air Effect on some of them. And that's it. Cool beans. Suko Photography on Instagram and Facebook. Suko Films on Facebook too because I released the teaser for my um, new movie coming out soon. And uh, if you keep up on there, you'll, you'll, um, I'll be releasing an air date and all that stuff. So there's going to be more stuff happening there in the coming months. That is it. Until next week, the road goes ever on. <laughs> <laughs>